Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Monday, May 14th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, I hope you enjoyed your soggy Mother's Day and the fantastic Nature's Late Show we had on Saturday night. That was pretty phenomenal. The owners of the 148-year-old Pimlico Racecourse say they are committed to holding the Preakness Stakes, which is Maryland's largest and splashiest sporting event, at the Baltimore Horse Track for at least one more year. After that, all bets are off. And right now, the Stronach Group, who owns it, is indicating that Laurel Racetrack may be in the running. Laurel does host more races annually than Pimlico, and it definitely would be a candidate to stage the Preakness. In a 30-minute interview, company chairman and president Belinda Stronach said, the Preakness is not leaving the state of Maryland ever. Our friend Chase Cook from the Capitol has an interesting article about Anne Arundel County and overtime. Apparently, the county has erred and may owe up to $5 million in unpaid overtime to employees dating back, get this, nearly two decades. In a statement to the Capitol, County Executive Steve Shu said the problem has been ongoing for 10 to 20 years over successive administrations and internal auditors. It wasn't caught until a new payroll vendor saw the error. We're going to identify each person and reimburse them fully. However, the scope of the audit to track it down will take months to find out each person that was underpaid. As we thought on Friday afternoon, Baltimore City Police Commissioner Daryl D'Souza initially had the support of Mayor Catherine Pugh, and then about an hour later didn't have the support of him, and she put him on a paid leave effective immediately. In a statement, D'Souza did say that he failed to file federal and state returns for 2013, 2014, and 2015, and if convicted, he could face up to three years in federal prison. Upon the suspension of D'Souza, Mayor Pugh appointed Deputy Commissioner Gary Tuggle, who headed the Strategic Investigations and Support Bureau, to serve as the acting commissioner. But this is Baltimore City and the hits keep coming. And in his first day as acting police commissioner, the Baltimore Brew discovered that acting commissioner Gary Tuggle filed a city ethics statement that twice listed his home address as Baltimore, Maryland. However, the fact is that he lives with his wife in a $760,000 home in Prince George's County. When the Baltimore Brew reached Tuggle on Friday evening, he said it should have stated Upper Marlboro. It's obviously an error on my part. When pressed how they can confuse Upper Marlboro in Prince George's County with Baltimore in Baltimore City, not much information was forthcoming. And the Brew asked directly, and I quote, Have you been told as acting commissioner that you need to live in the city? Tuggle refused to answer, but instead told the reporter to contact Baltimore Police Department's Chief Communications Officer Matt Jablo for guidance. Baltimore, get your act together. And speaking of getting acts together, this is such a great story out of Eastport. And it started out at the Facebook group, the Eastport Neighborhood Forum. And the post said, I'm posting for a mother, a single mom of three who lost $100 at the Royal Farms in Annapolis tonight around 6.30 p.m. It's a long shot that anyone would have found $100, and if you know anything about it, please drop a note on the thread. 
The young mom of three went in to buy some milk right after work and lost the money in the store. She's looked all over and can't find it, and I had an idea. I'm willing to donate $10 to help her out, and if we can find nine other neighbors who would like to help her out too, we can raise $100 for this mom on Mother's Day weekend. Well, like Eastport does and like good neighbors do, they came together. They exceeded the goal very quickly, and they met with the mom that lost $100 at Aw Coffee at 5.30 on Saturday to present the gift to her. The other upside of this whole transaction is that everybody who contributed now has formed their own little group, and they're going to be getting together and socializing and seeing what they can do to be good neighbors. So that's a great story out of the Eastport Neighborhood Forum, and a hat tip to Jessica Packler for establishing it, moderating it, and everything that goes along with that. That's about it for the top stories today. Make sure you check out ionanapolis.net for all of the stories throughout the day. And just so you know, we are still running on three cylinders here while our computer is in the shop. So apologies if the sound is off and everything is a little bit not quite right. We hope to have it resolved by the end of the week. Stay tuned. Up next, we have Sean O'Neill from RBC Wealth Management, who is our sponsor this month. And we are so grateful for him. And following that, we've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. Hint, it involves a lot of rain. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, May 14th. We had a wet weekend with some pretty big storms on Saturday night and occasional showers yesterday. And the week ahead will be one marked by more near constant chances of rain along with fluctuating temps that go back and forth between the 70s and the 80s as the same frontal boundary that brought rain over the weekend will still be in play between cool and warm air, and it will keep moving back and forth over the region, setting up shop at times to the north and at other times just to the south of Annapolis. With that in mind, today will likely be in the upper 70s for highs with a chance of scattered showers, while tomorrow is expected to be in the mid to upper 80s or even lower 90s in spots as the front moves just to our north. Beyond that, the rest of the week will likely see a chance of rain each day all the way through the weekend, so keep an umbrella handy and begin to prepare for a week of potentially disrupted schedules for all outdoor activities. Okay, that's it for us today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great week out there, and be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store, and also follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hey, it's May and it's Maryland Podcast Month. No, Hallmark didn't invent this puppy, so there's no need to get a card. But do yourself a favor and give a listen to some of the other Maryland-based podcasts. 
our right-wing friends, hey, they called us liberals first, at Red Maryland have put together a website called MarylandPodcastMonth.com, and it lists all of the podcasts that are participating this month. Throughout the month of May, many of us will be showing up on other Maryland podcasts as guests, and we'll have all sorts of antics throughout the month. Among the participants are Red Maryland and Ion Annapolis, of course, and then others to cover every topic you can possibly think of. Podcasts such as Quality Time, The Maryland Crabs, A History of Maryland, The Conduit Street Podcast, Laugh Finder, The Extra Point Show, Society Fringe Players, The Mark and Lowell Show, The Engine Mom Podcast, and quite a few more. So go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com, check it out, get familiar with a new podcast near you, and of course, please let all your friends and associates know as well. And we will see you all May during Maryland Podcast Month. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.